Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This is the broadcast for December the 30th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio and the traditions of the Founding Fathers, using the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide, celebrating the incredible checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, rejecting revolution, standing for peaceful restoration, and we're doing it all on a freedom-loving, fantastic, faith-filled Friday. Welcome to the broadcast. Hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic. We talked to Kelly Finnegan yesterday, RustCoinandGift.com. We had the Honest Money Report talking about constitutional currency. We talked about the mass flight cancellations by Southwest. They're literally melting down. We also talked about the service outage at Twitter. Um, We talked about lawmakers using foreign spyware. And now Congress wants to look into that. Yeah. The DOJ also looked into the alleged hack that siphoned over $370 million of assets from the FTX crypto fiasco currency. We talked about TikTok banned at all U.S. US House of Representatives issued mobile devices. That was our one. Great hour with Kelly. Uh, the most important takeaway, though, is this, folks. The government is in bed with big tech. So when Congress wants to investigate it, Either they're genuine and they will get nowhere because they're not part of the deep state, or they're lying to you and it's, a, and it's an investigation for political theater. Either way, you will never make ground through your government Congress members uh, who can't even get rid of a liar amongst them. Look, you've got this thug liar that just got elected in New York. All right? And uh, they act like they didn't know about this guy. The Republicans act like, oh my goodness, he lied about everything his employment, his heritage. His history, his education, I mean, it goes on and on and on. And they act like they were caught by this. They weren't. They lied. The Republicans are lying and the Democrats are lying. Nobody has any real agenda to take him down. They want to create political scandal theater because it protects them all. Roger Stone even came on the program a couple of days ago and said, yeah, he lied, but so did Joe. And everybody's a liar and, and who cares kind of a thing. I completely disagree with that low bar narrative we need to hold the moral high ground if you literally lie on every aspect of your life and then get elected you have committed election fraud okay the people of new york elected somebody they didn't know who that person was okay it's election fraud then they run around and say i claim there's election fraud without any evidence well there's your evidence and the republicans are fiction to do absolutely nothing okay and I, i let roger stone you know say what he wanted to say and i like roger stone in many ways But you know what? I don't argue with people on the radio. I'm not here to just say, well, hey, lies matter, because Roger doesn't care about those things. Uh, You know how I feel. Lies do matter. Until we put a moral and a religious compass in Americans, we the people, we're going to melt down, folks. You see it before your very eyes. The Republicans claim vote fraud. Democrats mock them and say there's no evidence. Then when there's evidence, they're not even interested in doing anything about it. Okay. The Republican-slash-Democrat-controlled House for years have put rules in place where there really is no accountability. 
Yeah, they have the ability to do something, but they never will. It'll require two-thirds of Congress or two-thirds of the House. It's about impossible to do anything with this guy, right? Because they've set up the rules to promote party politics. That alone, in my opinion, is election fraud, where this Look, this private organization, a party, gets literally control at the trough and control the government rules. The House is supposed to make the rules, not parties, and whichever party's in power makes the rules. See, that's what we're seeing today. But here's the bottom line, and here's the proof that I say the Republicans knew. The North Shore Leader, it's a small newspaper. It's a tiny paper. Look, they broke the George Santos scandal, but no one paid any attention. Sarah Ellison writes this for WAPO, Washington Post. Look, they wrote in September about this guy's inexplicable rise. In reported net worth, he had nothing in 2020 to well over $11 million, literally two years later. All right, the story noted other oddities about the gay Republican Trump supporter with, quote, supposed Jewish heritage. Interestingly, interestingly, he shows no U.S. property that he owns, but yet he brags that he owns two mansions, right? But they show that his husband and him live in a rented apartment in Queens, but he supposedly has two houses, according to his claims, but yet nothing to his name. You can't confirm if there's a scandal about this guy. It goes on and on and on. Any of the Republicans, shame on them for not vetting this guy and or shame on them for knowing full well who he is. But how did he go from zero money to $11 million in a couple of years and go from a no-name nobody with all kinds of scandals to an absolute liar with national prominence and no way to stop him? Okay, this is insane. And I lay it directly at the feet of the criminal party, the Republican Party. They're no different than the criminal party, the Democratic Party. As Pat Buchanan wisely said, they're the left and right wings of the same bird of prey. All right, there you have that. With that introduction, Dr. Bradley, do you want to speak out on this one? Welcome to the broadcast, sir, and a happy New Year to you and your family. Well, thank you. Uh, That that is New Year's tomorrow, right? New Year's Eve, anyway. Roger that. You know, know, it's interesting. uh, This uh, George Santos guy came up in my uh, Q&A webinar I did last night. We did a pretty extensive review about this guy and his uh, depredations on the truth, if you will. But uh, you bring up the left and right, right wing of the same bird of prey, and, and I th- that key to thought in my mind, uh, a guy named Carol Quigley uh, wrote a book called Tragedy and Hope, a massive tome written back in 1966, or at least published back there. Anyway, uh, uh, he, was, he was Bill Clinton's mentor in many ways, uh, but at any rate, he, he talked about how the, the idea was to make the parties so similar with just slight nuances they could play to their base with that that you could throw the bums out and keep the you know the project on track and that's exactly where we are we always have been i don't care you know bill uh, clinton lied to get in office and he's president for crying out loud and uh, you look at uh, uh, what joe biden has done ever since he was born almost i mean he he's done stuff throughout his political career that his whole career is based on lies you look at uh, george rom uh, not george mitt romney uh i mean you know our home state is represented uh, supposedly by by him in the senate and uh i i can't tell you how many people have said to me mitt romney lied to me and it's like no he didn't 
you just weren't careful enough to vet him. And uh, and so, yeah, if this is how the basis of, of elections are run. And uh, there's no consequence. And you're absolutely right uh, that, you know, Article 1, Section 5 of the Constitution makes it the responsibility of each of the houses, the House and the Senate, to police their elections and to remove people, punish them, and uh, actually expel them if if they're behaving poorly. They're, it, it's so rare as to be like hen's teeth. They just, it doesn't happen. And, and everybody, it's kind of like, well, he who is without sin cast the first stone. Well, then quit sinning, you know? I mean, this idea that uh, some splash might get on them because of an indiscretion here or there, whether it's adulterous or it's a, it's a theft or a lie or whatever, they're just all ducking and, and kind of cringing in the background. But we're I not, find this fascinating. Don't. They claim there's no election fraud, but if you literally lie about every aspect of your life and people believe you're somebody you're not and then you get elected on that lie and then it's all exposed after you get elected, that is election fraud, doctor. Well, it is. I mean, every step of the way is is flat-out, black, bold-faced lie, and uh, people get away with it. And that's why they keep doing it. And I think we, the people, I keep, I keep talking about this. It's our responsibility. You know, you say, well, we can't let a lot of uh, money get into the campaigns because of this or that or the other. You know what? If they brought a bazillion dollars to somebody and they voted wrong, the bazillion dollars is not the, way to, the reason to remove them. The voting wrong, the voting unprincipled, Without keeping your oath of office, that's why we remove them. And you know, and you look at this one dot seven trillion dollar thing. I mean, we're we're all over the place, but this is related, though. You know, there uh, there was four senators that I looked at here a week or so ago when we were looking at that one dot seven trillion dollar omni spending bill, and these four guys. It was fifty fifty Republicans Democrats. They were lame ducks. They aren't going back in January. Here, three days or so. We're going to four days. We're going to get uh, a new Congress sworn in. But these guys are, are not coming back. They're going home. They're staying home. And it's like the um, the unfaithful steward, uh, you know, the Savior talked about, where he defrauded his, his master. And, and really the people are the masters of those that are in the House and the Senate. And uh, it's not a thing where you go with the, with the crowd. You go with the consent of the governed, which says we're going to be governed by this Constitution. Anyway. So these four guys are going home, and I'm trying to think there was like $1.77 billion that these guys are taking home to their, uh, you know, it's not like they put it in their pocket and went home, but, but there's all this money they bought, they feathered their nest back home. The yeah, there's a headline on the Utah website right now, KSL, that basically says, hey, the benefit of the $1.7 trillion package what the benefits are, what is coming to Utah. There's a big old article a, about it. To make what a pack point. of what lies. A, and what a disgrace. Pork barrel, pork barrel. Ladies and gentlemen, as I mentioned with this wacko George Santos, the Republican Party, all of it, the quintessential issue is the issue of honesty. Dr. Bradley in seconds. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an immigrant. 
Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I maintain the issue is honesty. All right, the quintessential issue is one of honesty. So I asked Dr. Bradley now the questions that I answered yesterday. What can and will happen in 2023? And what is the most important issue between now and the 24 elections? I say the quintessential issue is honesty. If we don't get a handle on this somewhere from a morality and a religion point of view, the two great supports George Washington spoke of, if we don't route this thug out for election fraud and his dishonesty, we will reward the same, so to speak. And they'll get more done towards tyranny, more done towards uh, the violation of our rights in 23 than they did in all previous years combined. Trust you me, that's their agenda. Uh, and if we don't get a handle on it, look, if you're not going to prosecute this guy for election fraud, um, there's no simpler example than this George Santos guy. But the Republicans don't seem to care. Uh, Dr. Bradley, what do you say? What can and will happen in 23? Uh, and what do you think the most important issue is between now uh, and the elections in 24? You know, it's, it's interesting. Um, I, uh, people say, what's going to happen in 2023? And I say, MS. They say, multiple sclerosis? What are you, what are you talking about? I mean, that's a, that's a medical More of the same is what I would think it, it is. It is exactly what it is. MS is more of the same, and tragically, it will probably be on steroids. Um, yeah, it's going to escalate because, again, it's like a snowball. Wickedness compounds people. And if we don't stop it, look, this was a secret combination to get this guy elected, okay? And now that we've exposed some of the secret combination, they're going to double down and ignore us. And if we let these secret combinations continue to get above us, I'm telling you right now, it will be a hellish 23. 
Well, and, and uh, 22 is bad enough, but like I say, it's going to accelerate and and uh, become even more pronounced. And, and that that's the problem. I mean, you know, by the way, your term secret combination, a lot of people think it has a different origin than it does. The Founding Fathers uh, coined that term. And uh, in fact, I've, I've, if you wanted to ever get into it, I could review a little bit um, how Noah Webster used it in his history of the United States. And, and it basically had to do with these cabals, if you will. You know, different uh, founders talk about cabals and associations and so on that that are looking to uh, improve their standing through kind of uh, nefarious manners. And, uh, and Noah Webster warned us against it and said that if we got that kind of thing, our country would spiral out of control and collapse. And so secret combinations is a founding father's term. And we don't use it very often today. And in fact, a lot of people go, what do you mean? You say, well, conspiracies. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. No, this is exactly what humans do. And, and we're very much in the, in the forefront of that. Um, you know, this idea of morality, you brought up to, to, um, George Washington's farewell address. You've brought up, well, you have, didn't bring it up, but he also talked about it in his, in his first inaugural address about public virtue and private virtue. These kinds of things are central to preserving the republic. And in fact, Montesquieu, uh, and of course he was a mentor of the founders and wrote previous to them, but they all studied him. And much of what he wrote ended up being incorporated into our form of government and our founding documents. There's a little French guy. But anyway, Charles Montesquieu, you ought, to, you ought to look him up and read him. I mean, his book, Spirit of Laws, is magnificent and uh, it deserves careful review all the time and application to our modern time. But this idea of virtue, of morality, of religion, all of those things played a central role in what was being brought forth. This is the antithesis of what we have going on today. And just as a little side note, I mean, and, and I think it will get into what needs to happen in uh, coming up before the 2024 elections in just a second. I haven't forgotten that. But Thomas Jefferson uh, wrote, uh, a couple of things that we'll just briefly touch on. You know me, I always go back and look at those guys. He said, the interests of society require the observation of those moral precepts only in which all religions agree. All forbid us to murder, steal, plunder, or bear false witness. Okay, this is lying. Okay. And that we should not intermeddle with the particular dogmas in which all religions differ and which are unconnected with morality. This idea of you can't re you can't legislate morality. That's absolute nonsense. In fact, if it's not related to morality, we ought to relook at that law. Okay, unconnected with morality, the practice of morality being necessary for the well-being of society. We all agree in the obligation of the moral precepts of Jesus, and nowhere will they be found delivered with greater purity than in his discourses. Now, we've often talked about Jefferson's review of the of the uh, words he spoke during his mortal ministry, and Jefferson constantly and had them central in his life. Going on with the statement, he said, the declaration that religious faith shall be unpunished does not give impunity to criminal acts dictated by religious error. So if somebody like says, well, I'm gonna worship Satan, it's okay to kill babies or whatever, something like that, that's a religious error. It is wrong to kill, okay? And the United States canonized that, if you will, back in 1973 with an absolutely horrific Supreme Court decision. But this idea 
that that these moral issues, and he specifically mentioned bearing false witness. Now, um, I, th- I, it's absolutely essential that we call those that are in office to task to uphold their sacred oath. It's an oath they took, an, I mean, right before God and, and all of mankind to uphold the United States Constitution. And Noah Webster defines it in such a manner that whether you say, so help me God or not, is irrelevant because you, uh, the very fact you're taking an oath brings God into the formula. And he said, if you violate it, it imprecates the vengeance of God. So that means I'm inviting it. It's like, well, if I violate this, God's going to pile it on me, okay? So, so bringing honesty back, I think at the very core of that has to do with, with requiring every single individual that's in office to uphold that oath of office, which imprecates the vengeance of God, according to Noah Webster's dictionary, and, and that we need to hold people accountable. And this, this guy, George Santos, he's a, I, I am absolutely astonished that there is not an outcry, both sides of the aisle, a lot of say, hey, look, we, we do, we're going to s- decide not to seat him. And there's not going to be anything like that. He's going to be seated on the 3rd of January. He'll take the oath of office. The liar will take office. And we know for a fact he's a liar. And I don't know his religious belief, but quite frankly, neither does he, it sounds like. He says he's a Catholic, but he's Jewish because he has some ancestry that were Jewish, which he lied, came, escaped from the uh, Holocaust that Hitler brought forth. No, 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 no. They moved to Brazil before the Nazis took the reins in Germany. And so the guy is a liar at every turn. And honestly, I think that there ought to be a warning shot across everybody's bow. Everybody needs to say, and it's just not him. It's the people that take office and hold their arm to the square. And, and you know, it's interesting. I've, I saw a review of some that, uh, well, a, a spectrum, if you will, of, of those that are in office and how honorable their oath to uphold the Constitution was. The very best of them never got better than 98% of the Constitution. That's the very, very best of them. Now, again, I brought up Mitt Romney here a little while ago, and he had, I think, a 48% or something. He's less than half the time. And uh, people that get a 75% are go, woo-woo, we got a pretty good senator. Well, no, no, no. It, he took an oath of fidelity to the Constitution. And if you f- equate this, we've talked about this before, uh, to marriage. If you're a 75 percenter in your oath of fidelity to your spouse, it means only one week a month you're going to be unfaithful. That's unacceptable. If you're a 90 percenter, that only means three days a month you're unfaithful. You know, a 99.9999 percent, unless you're the most broken of people, and, and maybe some of the people we know in society today that are celebrities, it's okay to have infidelity. But for most of us, an oath of fidelity is a 100% thing. And you can, uh, you can understand that equation in a marriage. But when you, put, uh, when you put somebody up as a 75%er in the Senate and you say, whoa, what a dude, man, he's on his way. No, no, he's unfaithful a quarter of the time. And in marriage, we w- that wouldn't stand. And so, you know, you talk about honesty. This oath of office, I think, is absolutely essential. And it's up to we, the people, to see that they do that. And, and when we have people that violate it, and you go, 
oh, man, I'm, you know, I could gore everybody and anybody's ox right now. You talk about, oh, you know, our Savior is going to be uh, returning uh, Trump to office. Holy Hannah. You think about the violations of the sacred constitutional uh, commitment that happened during his oath, I mean, during his uh, time and term? It's absolutely absurd. We've got to find some people with fidelity. That's a big point. There's no doubt about it. So we're predicting more of the same for 2023, but it's going to escalate and snowball and get worse. And the answer is religious and moral support, ladies and gentlemen. The issue is one of honesty. You are listening to Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com, and yours truly on your radio. Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. House Democrats Friday morning have released six years of former President Trump's tax records. It will take some time to decipher what's in them, the complexity of his finances, and whether he may have profited from tax policies he signed into law as president. More specifically, the 2017 Tax Cut and Jobs Act which provided a series of tax breaks and cuts for businesses. President Biden on Thursday signed the $1.7 trillion spending bill that will keep the federal government operating through September of 2023 and provide tens of billions of... News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. For Western New York State, the journey down the road to recovery is well underway. This morning, the region, including the city of Buffalo, is devastated by the winter storm. It's blamed for at least 40 deaths in Western New York, additional fatalities elsewhere. With the streets now cleared of snow, downtown Buffalo is reopening, and everyday services that we might take for granted, like trash collection, are resuming. 41 Southwest Airlines flight cancellations listed this morning by FlightAware.com. It is a big comeback for the beleaguered carrier, which suffered a major meltdown during the winter storm. In the midst of the mayhem, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg faces bipartisan criticism. He's accused of ignoring warnings of a pending holiday travel crisis. Prior to his arrest on fraud allegations, he had some friends in very high places. Accused cryptocurrency fraudster and Democratic donor Sam Bankman-Fried met with four Biden officials this year before the collapse of his company FTX. According to Bloomberg, Freed held talks with senior White House advisor Steve Reschetti on September 8th and April 22nd and May 12th with another top aide in attendance. Freed's brother Gabriel had a solo meeting with White House officials on May 13th. Freed was the Democratic Party's second largest donor in the 2022 election cycle. He'll be arraigned in a Manhattan court on January 3rd and if convicted on all charges, face 115 years in prison. Tasha Stevens reporting. Two allies, Russia's Vladimir Putin and China's Xi Jinping, reaffirming their alliance while vowing to strengthen the ties between their regimes. The two held a video conference earlier today as Putin's war in Ukraine grinds on. Wall Street, the Dow futures are down 158 points. NASDAQ futures off 120. More on these stories at townhall.com. 
relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking relief factor right now. See their incredible video endorsement. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, live and on your radio, Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com. Check out his weekly webinars, his collegiate series to preserve the nation, and more freedomsrisingsun.com. So I believe that honesty is the issue, ladies and gentlemen. Look, if we don't have honest money, if we don't have honesty in our interactions, I don't see how anything will get any better ever. Uh, this new congressman from New York, this whacked out George Santos guy, nobody seems to want to create accountability for him. Republicans are absolutely not talking. They're not saying much about it. A few of them are speaking out, but not enough to make a difference. Nothing's going to happen to this guy. It's tragedy. But, you know, Dr. Bradley brought up right at the end that, you know what, <clears throat> these secret combinations are really derived from Satan. Well, the Satanists are gaining great ground in America, ladies and gentlemen, because we are not stopping the secret combinations or secret combinations once we discover them. New headline from WND.com says this. Coming to a city near you, SatanCon. Yeah, SatanCon announces a 2023 plan for an event uh, in Boston. You can get premium tickets. Uh, it's offered with access to their, quote, Satan Marketplace. You also get a Satan T-shirt, WND.com. Boston, ladies and gentlemen, Boston, Massachusetts, home of the original Tea Party, some of America's most historic buildings, a world-renowned symphony, and now <laughs> the largest satanic event ever. They call it the largest satanic gathering in history. A report at the Gateway Pundit reports the details and focuses on a, quote, social media announcement delivered about SatanCon, which will be in Boston April 28th through the 30th of 2023. The convention will be celebrating the Satanic Temple's 10th anniversary, the report notes, and there were, uh, you know, folks from Christians who said, I rebuke you uh, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Savior. Um, but I guess the question for a lot of people is, will you be attending SatanCon, huh? Uh, now listen carefully to the details of this, and then we'll let Dr. Bradley speak about this. The Gateway Pundit, who had this story originally, WD.com is where I got it, explained that although tickets are already on sale, the organization has not announced the location of the event. However, if you're a vendor, you want to have a booth there and promote your, you know, stuff to the Satanists, they're directed, they're directing people to book a hotel room at the Boston Marriott, they call it a uh, Copley Place location. So Marriott uh, is the hotel they're funding or, you know, working with on this. The report noted who those who purchased the extra, like the plus ticket, whatever you want to call it. It's called the Demon Circle ticket, just so you know. Okay, it's a hundred and sixty dollar ticket to be part of the Demon Circle. You know, you'll get access to the Satanic Marketplace. 
access to on-site programming, special tracks of attendance, SatanCon stickers, a SatanCon button, and a SatanCon t-shirt. They're blatantly promoting this uh, in America as they gain favor and ground at every turn. Dr. Bradley, what do you say to this uh, news update, if you will? Well, I I suspect that there's going to be a lot of confused and uh, kind of conflicted people there. Um, I mean, we have a, a pretty big tidal wave of that going over America today with all this made-up sexual status that's going down. I mean, it's it's just a, uh, I, I suspect that it'll be a lot of wannabe, you know, rebels or whatever they're going to be there. Now, a couple of things we might say. I mean, it's, it is amazing that, that uh, America has become <clears throat> so public in so many ways about things that are perverse. Uh, who would have thought three years ago that made-up sexual status would have got the traction it has? And who would have thought three years ago that we'd be celebrating uh, a satanic ritual gathering? I don't know if they're going to do any rituals. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. But it'll be a networking place for them. I mean, in Boston, who in a lot of ways was a cradle of American liberty with some of the things that happened there. I mean, I've I've spoken and recorded at uh, the State House, for example, there, the the old state house that really kind of ignited the fire that the uh, American Revolution carried forth with. And, uh, you know, it is a place of great heritage and everything. Constitution, you know, USS Constitution that's there. I mean, uh, the the Freedom Trail, all of that kind of stuff. It's interesting to me, too, though, and this may be in a side note, um, if they are going to have it at the Marriott for many years, and I don't know if uh, they can be said today, but uh, before the big... Uh, avalanche, if you will, of pornography that's available on the internet now. Prior to that time, uh, Marriott, the the whole hotel chain, had the dubious distinction of being the largest pornographic distributor in the nation. And uh, it was their pay-per-view in their rooms that people were able to have pornography in their rooms. And and so (coughs) it was a profit line for the Marriott people. I mean, and if you know the heritage of the Marriott people, it's supposed to be a squeaky clean, you know, kind of uh, run by a bunch of guys that claim religion, and yet they're putting out the, the highest level of pornography for the whole nation for whatever number of years it was. I, I suspect that has shifted away from them with the uh, general availability over the Internet. But, but, you know, when the Supreme Court, for example, ruled that a community standard could be used to say whether you allowed a, a sexually oriented business in your community. And everybody's going, no, not my community. We're, we got a really high standard. Well, if you had a Marriott in your community, you would already set the community standard. And, uh, and so that was the argument that was used when people say, well, you're already allowing this stuff. It's in your hotel, you know, on Main Street and 2nd North or whatever it was, you know. Um, you've already said it's okay to do this kind of stuff in your community you've rolled over and played dead and and it's established and so now we can put our stuff in your community too and it's interesting how that inroad came in through uh, a seemingly innocuous standard and so that's kind of how things are you know alexander pope's thing about uh, you know uh, first you endure then you pity then you embrace and that's kind of the sad track we're on in america right now and i i kind of 
it seems to me like we as Americans need to raise a better standard than that. And and as we always go back to the American founding fathers and you you look at their inaugural addresses and farewell addresses, there's this element of godliness that you look at how George Washington handed off his commission after he had successfully waged the Revolutionary War. He, he turned us over to the superintendents of God. I mean, this the nation just needs to wake up again and start flying right. And we go back to that uh, earlier comment that I read by Thomas Jefferson about uh, dogmas and religion all differ, but the practice of morality is necessary for the well-being of society. And those moral precepts are enunciated by Jesus Christ. And, and that was the basis of our country. And, and now we're celebrating. By the way, I, I kind of would take issue to the largest satanic gathering or whatever they denominated themselves in the world ever. I suspect there's been bigger, more voraciously evil groups gather and uh, worship before Satan than this will be. Yeah, but, the, the difference, in, in my opinion, is that the other ones have been, for the most part, secret. It might have been more yeah. evil and all that kind of stuff, but this is trying to take Satanism mainstream is the real is. focus here. That's the it kind is. of the difference in my mind is, and I suspect when you get your tickets, you can show how much of a Satanist or whatever you really are by if you buy that, I don't know what it was called, uh, Demon Circle or whatever it was. <laughs> you can decide how in you are, and I'm sure that the delivery will be to that. In other words, if you just go into the show and go into the floor, then you'll just see, you know, uh, candles and uh, you know, Wiccan this and that. And you'll see some very, you know, fun stuff, kind of magic and fun. But I suspect the more in the circles you go, uh, the more they reveal their reality or their secret combinations or their, their true agenda, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so that's kind of the way it works with those folks. And so I agree with you. It may not be the biggest gathering. It may not be the most evil gathering for sure. We know cabals have been going on through history. Uh, there was an evil cabal gathering to decide to murder Jesus Christ uh, back in the day. So we know uh, that evil has its cabals, but this is kind of trying to take it more mainstream in that, you know, everybody's a Satanist. You just don't know it yet. Everybody's a transgender. You just don't know it yet. Kind of a mentality, right? Well, you know, that it's like I said uh, earlier, uh, the Marriott Corporation brought uh, pornography to mainstream America. I mean, whether you're in a little community of, 30,000 that has a hotel there, you, you set your standard. And maybe this is an inroad that they're they're facilitating too. Amen. Uh, you know, who knows? By the way, ladies and gentlemen, let me just make this very clear. You wonder how everybody's promoting the transgender agenda so holistically? I'll tell you how and why in seconds on your radio. Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Sir Galahad, what seems to be the problem? Well, it's just not working. She's been very unrealistic. Really? Ever since he rescued me from the dragon, we've been drifting apart. That's not true. We were supposed to live happily ever after. Now, this isn't a fairy tale. <laughs> At first, he was gallant and chivalrous, opening doors for me, holding my chair, taking my arm. All right, I'm not as young as I used to be. He simply isn't the man who swept me off my feet. Well, you're not as young as you used to be. <laughs> Mr. Sir Galahad, maybe if you started by just holding Mrs. Sir Galahad's hand when you're together. Really? Yes, try it. Okay. All right, go on, take your hand. Careful, little oil. 
Marriage. You're never too far apart when you're still holding hands. From your neighbors, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now, look into each other's eyes. That's right. Raise your visor. Oh, the blue dick. <laughs> For more tips on strengthening your marriage, visit family.mormon.org. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for our audience, it's a dumb question, but everybody wants to know, will you be attending SatanCon? See, folks, this is, uh, this is what's going on. We're allowing these secret combinations to grow and now literally come out into the open. They've had enough secret combinations long enough now where they've destroyed enough liberty to where now they're just coming out of the closet in your face, ladies and gentlemen. And now, uh, shortly after that happens, the persecution of the Christians begins to ratchet up. Write it down. Remember who warned you. The only answer is to repent and turn to Christ. Okay, you got that? That is the only answer. I don't want to get into the, the minutia of you know, theological discussions with anybody. I'm just telling you, it starts with the Ten Commandments. It starts with repentance and turning to Jesus Christ, the author of our liberty. All right, the CDC now has been caught, Dr. Scott Bradley. Bob Unruh with WND.com with the article. CDC has been the one instructing government schools and school officials to be gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, and questioning activists. Uh, we've now found out they write the curriculum. Uh, they're the ones that provide the training, uh, and they're the ones that have been pushing government schools uh, and downstream teachers, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, to be the advocacy group to promote the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender questioning agenda. That's where this curriculum, that's where this training, that's where this guidance and push. It's a very formidable foe, a very powerful group forcing this across the country. Uh, WND willing to report it. Nobody else that I've seen really willing to talk about this to such detail as Bob Unra at WND. Uh, Dr. Bradley, that's where it's coming from, sir. Well, you know, again, I, I'm always turning the clock back and saying, where do they have the authority to do anything whatsoever at all in any place? I don't care if it's the CDC or the Department of Education. You want to know where their authority comes from? From Satan, maybe. I don't know. But Yes, uh, <laughs> and the fact that we don't stop them. 
Again, the yeah. secret combination for the CDC to promote perverted, godless agenda about gender is coming straight from your government with our tax dollars as a secret combination. Now it's been exposed. And the real test for the American people will be, will you, now that you know about it, shut it down and stop it? Or you allow the secret combination to become blatantly in your face uh, is the real question left, right? Well, you know, the CDC should be shut down anyway as being unconstitutional. The FDA and the the National Institute of Health and the uh, OSHA and the uh, FBI and the IRS and the, all of these alphabet soup organizations are unconstitutional, plainly and clearly. And every single one of them is, is an overreach that we've allowed to get over us because we have been unvirtuous and we have not been vigilant. And, and you're absolutely right. It comes to us that we the people to, to turn this, to, to dial it back. Uh, now you look at what's happened. Uh, I, if people haven't read the Humanist Manifestos, you know, the 1933, 1973, 2003, uh, altogether they're just a little pamphlet. If you haven't read it and seen that that is the educational system, that uh, it's the educational uh, overwatch, if you will, for all of the lesson plans that are out there, and, and then you go back and you say, wait, they, they wait, how does the general government, the federal government get involved in this? And, and it's interesting to me that back in May of uh, 1787, during the Constitution Convention in Philadelphia, uh, the first draft of the Constitution had an element of uh, education at the general government level. And uh, by the time we got the document signed in September of 1787, that was no longer there. There is no authority delegated to the general government to be involved in any education whatsoever. And of course, all these other things. The Tenth Amendment says if we didn't give you the authority, we didn't delegate it, we didn't specifically write it into the Constitution, you don't have that authority. And, and so all of these other things, these alphabet soup organizations, this educational perversion that's happening, uh, that's being promoted by taxpayer dollars, and all of that's unconstitutional. Virtually everything that's in the uh, the big one dot seven trillion dollar uh, boondoggle has is questionable constitutionally, and you say, "Oh no, uh, defense! That's yeah, that's constitutional." You look at what's in there for crying out loud: defense of other people's borders. We don't have any defense of our borders here. We have uh, rebuilding our military because we've expended all of our resources in foreign uh, giveaways that we had no right to do. You look at the f uh, the forty five billion dollars that's in there for uh, Ukraine. I mean, you look at all the stuff that's in there. You say, well, just basically the whole thing's unconstitutional. This thing about transgender encouragement that's coming out of the CDC, it's in collaboration with with uh, their Department of Education. All of it's unconstitutional. It's in collaboration with the leftist organizations that are running the teachers' unions and everything else. All of this is done, and it, it was outlined in the Humanist Manifestos. It was outlined in the, uh, the writings of the Communist Party. And we're integrating it because we, the people, are too ignorant of what the delegated authority of the general government is. And we're just way out of line in every way. I mean, yeah, this is bad. This encouragement of confusing children more and it's horrific especially those that that take steps that they they can't hardly come back from i i read an article the other day about some young woman that got convinced by her therapist that she was gonna everything was going to be coming up roses if she detransitioned or, or transitioned into a 
a guy and had her surgeries and all that kind of stuff and had all her destructive hormones and all this, and now she's trying to come back. And, and now she's going to do reconstructive surgery and all this. Happiness does not come by violating God's plan. It just doesn't. And, and, and not only it just doesn't, it never will, people. Let's be very clear. You're, you're right. There's uh, Wickedness never was happiness is an old aphorism, you know. And, and what we find is that people look for pleasure without joy or peace or harmonizing with the, the order that was declared in the beginning. You know, and, and in the beginning was the Word. You go to John chapter 1. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God, you know, and He came down and dwelt among us. And you look at His way. Um, he is the way, the truth, and the life, and the light. I mean, all those kinds of things that we set aside that were so central to the Americanist philosophy right from the very beginning have been abandoned, and, and we have official, you know, involvement in things that we have no right to be. And, and they have credibility because it came from a government office. No. And I, I mentioned Alexander Pope earlier, and, and the, quote, the full quote is, Vice is a monster of so frightful mean as to be hated needs but to be seen. Yet seen too oft, familiar with her face, we first endure, then pity, then embrace. Hmm. This sounds like exactly what we're doing with this made-up sexual status and, and with the lies and more lies, um, you know, that uh, that happen to come from every level of government. And, and we think that, well, largely we've embraced everything. The religions that promote the idea uh, of tolerance oftentimes go to the point that they've, uh, they've embraced it, you know. Yeah, and the so, problem that we face with the CDC they're supposed to be the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. <clears throat> well, here's how they've, they've dubbed it now. Believing in a male and a female, a binary. Um, you know, God ordained male and female. He created, created he them. Okay, they believe that's a disease that needs to be eradicated. Okay, that's where these people are coming from. We've allowed them to do this in secret with our tax dollars. Now it's out in the open. Not in the mainstream press, but at Liberty Roundtable and a few others. Well, while they're talking about that and promoting that, now the CDC issues a new nationwide health advisory warning to doctors and health professionals about an increasing strep throat problem. It's severe. It's sometimes life-threatening. And uh, you got to be aware of that, doctor, too. So on one hand, you know, they're doing some things that, that, you know, try to, I would say it creates a cover when everybody agrees that strep throat can be very bad. Uh, and, and so they give that warning. So on one hand, they're giving you something where you go, okay, well, maybe they're not so bad. But that's just really a cover for their real behind-the-scenes agenda, which is to promote COVID vaccines and promote vaccinations and promote everything uh, transgenderism. And we go right on down the list. Uh, once in a while, they throw out something where you go, okay, well, I'm glad for that caution or whatever. But the problem with it is, is those are only kind of cover pieces so that you don't really dig into what the CDC is really spending their time, their effort, their money, their tax dollars on, Dr. Bradley. Yeah, I, I'm utterly amazed. I go down. I mean, really, I'm, to me, it's amazing that we even have billboards up still about uh, getting your booster. Uh, I mean, it is just so unequivocally found to be completely useless. 
And most of the deaths, most of the severe illness, all of those are fully vaccinated, fully boosted, all that kind of stuff. So <coughs> we continue to foster lies, and, and the society is like, are you kidding me? How foolish are we? But getting back to this got to eradicate this male and female thing. Whatever happened to Genesis 1 and 27? So God created man in his own image, and the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Satanists don't read the Bible, sir. No. Male and female created them. This Genesis 5, 2. Male and female created he them and blessed them. I mean, this this whole thing, we've, we've completely eradicated the whole basis of what has been the foundation of society and its stability and its order. And uh, and the people are just completely whacked out in the, the, the sit-in government office. And, of course, you look at some of the creatures that have been nominated and confirmed into office, uh, particularly in this most recent administration. Um, you, you look at what we're doing to our military. You look at every single aspect of how we've perverted the natural law, if you will. And uh, we're... We're on a real slippery slope. It's it's a bad situation. We, the people, are responsible for being lazy, indolent, and complicit. That's we what better start to stand up and get a clue quickly, ladies and gentlemen, because your liberties and your freedom to worship as you see fit on the chopping block. Uh, Doctor Bradley and I next hour will talk more about WorldNet Daily, and they put out an article. Uh, really talking about what the government has done in social media. We've heard to ad nauseum about Twitter. But according to WND.com, Bob Unruh, and many others, it's a lot broader than that. I covered it yesterday. I'll summarize it at the start of the next hour and let Dr. Bradley speak to this. And then we've got to talk about going to the airport a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we also want to talk about what happens when the garbage trucks go green. Okay, these uh, two stories will be very interesting. Every one of them has to do with an aspect of your liberty that's being absolutely destroyed. You got to stand up and you got to get involved. Ladies and gentlemen, we have got to elect true statesmen to office if we expect this to change. Honesty is the quintessential issue. I repeat that because it's true. For Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com is his website. You can check out his weekly webinars, Q&As on the Constitution, and more. You can check out his collegiate series, To Preserve the Nation. It's incredible guidance for solutions on your radio. I'm Sam Bushman. Lovingliberty.net is our website for our show and around-the-clock syndicated incredible talk show hosts, truth tellers on your radio, if you will. Lovingliberty.net. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Dr. Scott Bradley's with me for the second hour as well. This is the broadcast for December the 30th in the year of our Lord, 
2022. This is indeed hour two of two. And I'm telling you right now, we got a long road to hoe when it comes to preserving the nation, restoring the republic. Uh, but you know what, folks? Let's never lose hope. Let's never lose heart. Ladies and gentlemen, let's be clear about who we are. Let's be clear about our intentions. Let's be absolutely dedicated and focused on the sacred cause of liberty. I know people want you to believe that we've lost. It isn't true. Jesus Christ wins. Well, it turns out there's an article written in WND.com. Man, they're really doubling down on the real stories lately. It's incredible. Google currently employs 165 high-ranking spooks. Joseph Farah, with the details, reveals the left-wing nutjobs involved in demonetizing WND. It was a badly misnamed Google, they call it the Google Trust and Safety Team, and those censors who are always using euphemistic names to promote their sinister agenda, folks. But it was all blatantly illegal. It was in direct violation of the First Amendment. Let's be very, very clear. Google is now still riddled with high-ranking intelligence agents, 165 to be exact. Listen carefully to this, ladies and gentlemen. They include former members of the CIA, 27 members. The FBI, 52 members. The NSA, 30 members. The DHS, 50 members. And the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, six, ladies and gentlemen. Since the 2016 presidential election, Google, Facebook, and Twitter have hired more than 300 plus people formerly employed by the spooks. The deep state has been exposed partially by Elon Musk, but now a whole lot more by WND.com. You literally have government mockingbird. They mocked us when we talked about mockingbird back in the day. Now it is on steroids with so much proof. The FBI, the CIA, the Homeland Security, every one of these unconstitutional criminal government agencies needs to be shut down, doctor. But how so many of them are now employed by big tech, they don't care if you shut it down. They're not even there anymore anyway. The revolving door has been exposed. What do we do? I mean, they've literally gone so rogue, so criminal, to now they're an enemy of the people, doctor. You know, we've talked a lot about uh, how these government agencies are incestuous with so-called independent private industries. You know, it's a fascist arrangement, really, where, (coughs) excuse me, government is um, (coughs) directing private industry and and whether they say, oh, well, they're no longer part of the government. You know, once CIA, always CIA. I mean, that's an aphorism we've had forever. And, uh, and and you look at the FDA, for example. It's a revolving door. You mentioned that term. Uh, people come out of the pharma industry. They go into the FDA. They, they get all of their agenda fulfilled along there with, uh, I mean, it's blessed all the way along the way with, uh, with the uh, uh, 
their government position, and then they moved back into a senior position in pharma. And uh, this is apparently uh, a modality and a, a model that they feel like really works because they've proved it time and time and time again. And they're using it as a violation of the First Amendment is what it really boils down to. And, um, and so these people, besides in name only, and I, I really do mean that, in name only, they have left their former position and now they're in industry and they're just c carrying out a government program with an agenda. All of these things, I keep coming back to it, every single stinking one of these organizations is unconstitutional. And uh, it's, it's time really to not just defund them, eliminate them. Uh, you know, when you have... Hold on, and example, criminally prosecute those who oh, have yeah. acted outside the law. And they've done it not only as individuals, but in concert, doctor. Well, absolutely. The, I mean, you look at, I mean, and Musk has talked about this, and, and let's just use that as a good example of a bad example, where FBI was heavily involved in the censorship that went through the, the Twitter organization at the height of the misinformation panic. You know, everything that didn't meet the official narrative was, was labeled misinformation. No, no, no. All it was was violating the agenda that they had. It wasn't an agenda. It was a, not a narrative. It was, no, it was a script. Everything was done on a script. And how the FBI uh, helped Twitter weed out the quote-unquote misinformation. And then government funds, taxpayer dollars from you and me, reimbursed Twitter for violating the First Amendment at the behest of the FBI. This kind of stuff has, has just got to stop, and I think it really has come time. There's enough information out there to know that we are really, these organizations are being used as a tool against liberty, and um, they probably are good people. I'll give them that amount to complete, you know, say that everybody, my brother-in-law is a member of the FBI, somebody might say, and he's a good guy. Well, maybe he is, but the fact of the matter is it exists unconstitutionally, I mean, the brown shirts and the SS and the, you know, Gestapo. I mean, all of these people that were in Hitler's day violated because they were a government agency that had the authority to go out. They don't have real authority, but they've usurped the authority to go out and destroy the liberty of the people. I mean, totalitarian societies use these all the time. I don't know why they always use them alphabet soup names like the KGB the GRU, you know, whoever, I mean, FBI, uh, CIA, they're always an alphabet soup organization. And uh, whether it's in uh, a country in the Middle East or the Far East or the, uh, in the United States of America, they're destroying liberty. Uh, they've become the instrument by which that's happening. And the United States needs to root it out, not just defund or reduce funding or whatever, I mean, they need to completely eliminate and uh, say, oh, well, they'd leave a big vacuum. Well, we'd figure it out. We'd figure it out. And and you got people, I mean, this is kind of shifting gears, but maybe it's not completely. But you have, uh, you know, the, the, the thing that will be decided on the third is the House of uh, Representatives, Speaker of the House. And, uh, you know, Kevin or Andy are running for it. And you look at Andy's, you know, Andy Biggs' uh, um, 
platform, if you will, and there's stuff in that that's unconstitutional. And you say, holy cow, here's a guy that's supposed to be really, 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 really conservative, but he's built stuff in there about federal funding going only to cities that aren't sanctuary cities. And it's like, no, there's no federal funding for any police force anywhere. Well, and this is kind of where you split the conservatives because you got the pure conservatives like us that would say, no, don't do that. You shouldn't send money to any of them. But they would say, well, if the money's being allocated, let's at least allocate it in a better way. I'm not saying I agree with that. I'm just saying that's their agenda. I'll use, for example, um, sex education in government schools. The conservatives that are true blue say, no, shut it down. But the half conservatives or the feigned conservatives or the conservatives in name only, whatever you want to call them, they will say, no, look, if we're going to spend money on sex uh, and sex education, let's make sure we talk about abstinence. So now pretty soon you get this abstinence program grown up and i agree it's better than the perverted stuff but now you got the folks then that you know they want to keep the funding too because by golly you don't want to take away the abstinence funding right and so what they do in this false conservatism idea doctor is they create their own illegalities or own unconstitutional but supposedly more morally justifiable ideas they're not morally justifiable it's a ruse and what it means is both sides then claim they got to demand the funding right it's a lie. Well, many decades ago, our family voted with our feet when it came to that educational stuff. But you're absolutely right. Everybody says, well, they're, they're, they're going to spend the money. If we don't take it, California's going to take it or something. So we got to get our slice of the pie. And everybody's in there looking for a slice of the pie. Everybody holds their mouth a certain way, bows before the God of government. And pretty soon we're all worshiping this this civil religion, this secular religion, and it's all unconstitutional. And and we've got to start drawing the line. And if we seem absolutely unbending in our radical nature of saying, don't do any of this stuff, it's got to start happening. Because uh, you look at this um, $1.7 trillion boondoggle that was just passed and signed. There's stuff in there. That, that supposedly conservative people slipped in there. and They voted against it, but they knew it was going to pass, and so they pushed their wish list into it, okay? Do you see how that works? Pretty soon, and, and we get back, and we could talk about Isaiah, about how he says we're all, you know, basically uh, oppressing our neighbor, you know? It, it's, it's such an interesting thing that... I, well, we can maybe look at this in a minute, or I'll, I'll read you the scripture, but it sounds like we've got to take a quick break. But holy cow, we're all oppressing our neighbors. Ladies and gentlemen, pray and repent. Those are the keys to the solutions. I know it sounds overly simplistic, but I promise it works. Dr. Bradley in seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live. This is a battle. A battle between truth and deceit. A battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. 
www.thetimes.com. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? As a physician, I have looked into the eyes of one-pound babies. I have cradled their small bodies in the palm of one hand. I defy those who are careless, who would disregard life and look at these tiny little miracles and say, we're not gonna protect that. But I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Yes, yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use scripture on this broadcast. Many people say, Sam, you got to quit talking about God so much. Then you can be a rock star on the radio. I don't care about being a rock star. I'm going to talk about God every day if I get the chance. And this is my opportunity. Dr. Bradley, you're about to read a scripture to help us kind of focus on what matters most, right? Well, it's in Isaiah chapter 3, verse 5, and people could get their scriptures out. They should have their scriptures out, close at hand all the time. I really believe there's a, a real soundly founded outline there that uh, applies to today. It's like today's news today. And Isaiah was one of those guys that particularly spoke of those kinds of things. Yes, he spoke for his people in his day, but he was visionary. He was a prophet. That's what prophets are supposed to do, look forward and see the warning that might be given to the flock down the pathway somewhere. And, and he saw our day. You know, he, he spoke messianically about the first coming of the Christ. He spoke about his second coming. And uh, uh, there's so much to be learned. Uh, in fact, I think that's why. And there's the so Savior. much to celebrate, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. But I think that's why the Savior quoted Isaiah more than anybody else. Anyway, so much for selling on Isaiah. Uh, okay, Isaiah 3, 5. And the people shall be oppressed oppressed hmm. everyone by another and everyone by his neighbor the child shall behave himself proudly against the ancient and the base against the honorable there's more we could talk about about this woke generation doing what they're doing and how that fits in all of this but the fact that we're all oppressing each other and it happens because of these uh, oh golly there's they're going to spend the money that it's in there we should get our share and and pretty soon we're all, we've, I don't know how to say it, but we're all prostitutes. We'll sell our souls for some largesse that we think that we're, uh, that we're going to get because the government, and the government has no authority whatsoever to do the things it's doing. 
And, and you know, we sell our vote to somebody that's going to, when I was running for your office, I'd get asked the question, what will I get if I vote for you? What will you give me if I vote for you? And, and that's the way Obama got his Obamacare. And Louisiana and, and Nebraska senators sold their vote to him for some largesse that they could put in the package that would, you know, make their people back home feel like they got some pork. I, this this stuff, it, it is truly a, an arrangement that we lose our virtue on. And um, honestly, that's kind of what this big $1.7 trillion bill was. And that's what all these promises, the, the Kevin McCarthy, Andy Biggs thing. Well, sure, Andy's better than Kevin. I don't know if, if Kevin has any principles at all. He's a go-along-to-get-along guy, I guess. But but you look at his uh, contract with America. No, oh, no, it's America First contract. It was it was New uh, New Gingrich that foisted that on us back in the yeah. But they're both the same. They're both just full of baloney and bogus, and yeah. they'll never deliver on any of it. The contract with America is the Constitution. The America First contract is the Constitution. Abide by it. Hold your oath of office sacred and live by every word that's there. And, uh, you know, it's interesting to me, some of these people, you know, you also read in Isaiah <laughs> about these guys that draw near to me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. You hear these people on the campaign trail. I mean, whether it's whether this guy that we talked about, you know, earlier that that was so, I mean, he, he got elected by every lie. But you get these guys in here that are in office and they, they draw near to the Constitution with their lips, but their hearts are far from it. And and as soon as they get in office, I mean, which is a bigger lie? The one that, that George um, Santos got elected on? Or these people that get elected on lies about restoring the Constitution and I'm a constitutional, you know, whatever. And they're all lies. And, and I say, well, if you're looking at degrees of this, well, maybe... Andy Biggs has a better idea than, than Kevin will have. But honestly, uh, how far do we have to go? God says, well, I can't look upon sin with the least degree of allowance, you know. And um, and so we have to start conforming. I know we're all mortal. We're all imperfect. But the, the job description is plainly written. This constitutional stuff, it's in plain English. And those words... Have meanings. Those meanings can be known. All you've got to do is go look at them. And they can only mean what they meant in the day they were written. They can't mean anything else. A founder fathers, it would be absurd to think, oh, yeah, they know in, in, in 2023 this word is going to mean that. No. It meant what it meant when they wrote it. And that's all it can mean. And And so we have these people that they hold their mouth a certain way and say, you know, golly. We we I, I'm I'm against this, but but we really need to take the money because California will get it or whatever if we don't. And it's like no, California shouldn't get it either. Our grandchildren are being put on the hook by the profligate spending, deficit spending that's going on, the fake money that's being spent, this Federal Reserve kind of fiat money that's created out of thin air that destroys even any savings I might have because we're destroying the purchasing power. You know, I read something the other day that said, if you had $100,000 in the bank the day that Joe Biden was inaugurated, so we're talking, you know, January 20th, 2021, and, and you had $100,000 in the bank then, you didn't touch it, you will have lost in terms of purchasing power. They didn't take $12,000 out of your bank account, 
But in terms of purchasing power, you've lost $12,000 in that two-year period. That is theft. And it's done. And, and uh, John Maynard Keynes talked about not one in a million understands how this inflation stuff works. But we should understand it. We should yes, recognize. Yes, we should understand it. But we also need to, to realize that it was foisted up on the American people as a secret combination, doctor. Now that sure. it's been over 100 years in the abuse and the theft and the uh, et cetera, the destruction of all things honest because you jettisoned honest money. Now they're so entrenched that they're literally now putting it in your face. So what? There's fake money everywhere. Who cares, they say. Uh, they lie. But now the secret combination is out of the closet. And if the American people don't know anything about it, at some point they're going to get what they deserve. And sadly we are. But you know what? My grandkids don't deserve it because I'm stupid. No, that's the way I look at this is our posterity will pay the price of our stupidity. And, and we've got to step it up. I'll just give you an In other words, each generation story. should call a halt to the con game. And if you don't call a halt to the con game in your generation, you're guilty. Dereliction of duty passing it to your children and grandchildren. And at some point, hopefully somebody somewhere, when I say somebody somewhere, I mean we the people. Because individually, I could, I mean, if I could stop it, I would. So there's a, there's, you know, a few of us who want to. But again, until the, uh, the American people call a halt to the con game, it's going to continue. And more and more and more innocent victims are going to be abused and steamrolled by this system. Your example. Well, I'll just take one from the uh, America First contract. I mean, you say, if you read it, superficial headlines, it's like, wow, reduce violent crime and preserve role of law. Woo, that sounds like a great idea. Here's his commitment. Prevent the defunding of police by ensuring that federal money for law enforcement only flows to those states, cities, and towns that adequately fund the security of their own people and uphold the rule of the law. There, there He's is no authorization. He's, it's completely a false thing. But It's, it's not his give to give. Money. And then he, he says this action item is stop federal funding from flowing to jurisdictions that defund police. No, wait. Prevent federal dollars for sanctuary cities. Why do we need sanctuary cities? Because the... The executive is not upholding the rule of law that under Article 1, Section 8, Congress has established a law about immigration and naturalization. So so these kind of things, that's just one little point in his America First contract, and we could go through every one of them. There isn't time, I know, but the fact of the matter is we the people, we go, oh, he's going to reduce violent crime and preserve the rule of law. That's a good idea. Oh, and he's going uh, to set federal funds to those people that that Wait a minute. Hold on. He's going to back the rule of law by breaking the law without authority yeah. to do something? The, the, the okay. supreme law of the land is going to be violated by those that claim to be. And so, I, again, I go back to Isaiah 3, 5. You know, the people shall be oppressed, everyone by another and everyone by his neighbor. And that's how we do this. Everybody thinks I got to get a piece of the pie. No, there is no pie. There is nothing that says there's a slice of a pie for you at the general government level. There isn't any. The general government basically read, read the 45th Federalist Paper and about how their powers are few and well-defined. That was even before we got the 10th Amendment. The 10th Amendment says basically if we didn't give you that power, you don't have the power. Read it carefully. There's no, there's no pie uh, clause in the Constitution. There's no redistribution of wealth. That's yeah, Marxist. The only pie clause says that I'll be left alone free to act as I choose uh, as long as I uh, don't violate the rights of another. 
Well, people, we need better understanding, and unless and until we get that, we're going to get more of the same. MS, more of the same. Yeah, a bunch of BSMS, that's for sure. When we come back, I got a little bit of a, it's poignant, but it's kind of comical as well. We'll talk about it in seconds on your radio. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. House Democrats Friday morning have released six years of former President Trump's tax records. It will take some time to decipher what's in them. First up, figuring out why the IRS didn't audit President Trump for his first two years in office as required by law. Southwest Airlines executives say they're gearing up to resume its full-flying schedule today, removing limits on ticket sales and rebuilding crew schedules after a meltdown led to ruined holidays for many Americans. Executives at the airline also pledged to continue to work to prevent this travel nightmare from happening again. Disgraced GOP Congressman-elect George Santos has admitted lying on his resume after he won election in Long Island, New York. The most recent development was Santos' claim his mother died in the 9-11 attacks. Reality is she died in 2016. Representative George Santos on Fox News says the lies don't matter because he's smarter than you. In private equity, in, in capital intro, via servicing limited partners and general partners. And we could have this discussion that's going to go way above the American people's head. The U.S. Coast Guard is searching for four people who were on board a helicopter that crashed into the Gulf of Mexico Thursday afternoon. The chopper was leaving an oil platform when it crashed roughly 10 miles offshore of Southwest Pass, Louisiana. That's the state's most southern point. A soccer legend whose health had been deteriorating in recent weeks has died. He led Brazil to World Cup trophies in 1956, 1962, and 1970, the only player to win three cups. But Pele's presence and stature transcended the game. His only rival as the most recognizable sports person in the world was perhaps Muhammad Ali. Pele also helped fill American stadiums to capacity when he joined the North American Soccer League in the late 70s. Pele had been in poor health for years, battling cancer, as well as heart and kidney problems. He was 82. I'm Richard Johnson. This is USA News. Like bones, your teeth lose density and become weaker over time, which can lead to tooth decay. And that can make your visit to the dentist feel like this. But if you want your dental visit to feel like this, try Crest Densify. Crest Densify actively rebuilds tooth density to extend the life of teeth by remineralizing enamel. Densify from Crest, the number one toothpaste brand in America. Smile, Crest has you covered. My Pillow is excited to announce the original My Slippers are back in stock. Last Christmas, you made them the number one selling My Pillow product, and now they've added smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new colors. And now they're extending their 60-day money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2023. So go to mypillow.com and use promo code USA or call 800-951-8175. Use promo code USA to save $90 on the original My Slippers. That's only $49.98 a pair. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Scott Bradley, FreedomRisingSun.com, and Sam Bushman on your radio. They had a little bit of a toothpaste lie at the bottom of the hour. I want to kind of 
talk about. They say the toothpaste makes your teeth grow back, or your teeth kind of grow uh, the enamel. In it. No, listen to me, folks. That isn't true. Your body does that, just so you know. Now, they might be getting rid of things that impede that or whatever by making your you know mouth healthier, you're you know, getting rid of the toxins or whatever they claim to be doing. But look, your body is the only thing that can that can heal itself. You can't just put this little toothpaste on your uh, teeth and then all of a sudden, hey, it's responsible for the... No, it doesn't work that way, folks. It's not really genuinely true. I point that out because we're literally lied to on every topic, everywhere, almost all the time. What happens when garbage trucks go green, Dr. Bradley? It's a funny question. But what happens when garbage trucks go green? Do you know? Well, I kind of do, and and this may sound uh, maybe it's off tangent for where you want to go. But here's here's what happened in my community. They passed a deal where you have these different garbage cans. You you sort your trash in, and, and then they they're going to recycle it and they're going to do their thing. Okay. Well, I said no. I'm not going to root through my trash. I'm not going to do this, and and so I'm taking one barrel. I'm throwing everything in it. You guys decide what you're going to do with it, but I am not going to do this and so anyway they charged me for my uh, uh, extra service <laughs> but I only have one barrel I told them I'm not going to have all sorts of barrels on my on my place here and, and decide when I'm going to run them out to the curb and when they're going to be able to pick them up yada 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 okay they did this for a number of years where they had the sorted trash coming in bottom line they found that they can't do it and have it not only make any money, it's a drain of everything. They were going to sort and they were going to recycle the plastic here and the cardboard there and all that kind of garbage. Garbage, that's a good term. Anyway, what they found, that it was not economically feasible, it was not sustainable, they can't go about it, and it will not work. That's the bottom line. And it has not worked, and even the green groups admit that. So now there's another problem. It's a totally different issue. This is Dateline, New York City. And I guess what happened is this, ladies and gentlemen. New York sees failure in plan to convert garbage trucks to electric. electric. I saw now, that. Here's That's what happened. Right. Listen to okay. this. Here's what happened. They tested them. And the problem is the trucks can't operate for more than four hours or they just flat out run out of power. Okay, they need a recharge. Bob Unruh has this piece, WND. And so they need the trucks to operate for 12 hours to get it done, but they struggle to operate for four hours. There's just not enough mojo, not enough juice. So they're basically now coming back saying it isn't going to work. But they spent literally millions on the test trucks to show that it didn't work. You could have got one truck for your test or even had the manufacturer prove to you that it would have worked first doctor but they're so dumb they bought a bunch of trucks they rolled them out and then they had nothing but problems and now they have to admit defeat so every time you go green it goes south and doesn't work doctor we just cited two examples to make the point where instead of vetting the process first they literally embrace it fund it spend it and then go whoops der hey i'm telling you right now it isn't gonna work okay we're not even close to parity with gas-powered or diesel-powered, whatever you want to call it, vehicles, petro vehicles or whatever, um, to the electric world. We're not even close, doctor. Not even close. Not only from a, a doability, meaning get it done point of view, uh, there's not enough juice, not enough mojo, but even from a dollar point of view to operate, we're not even in the ballpark. But they still continue to persist. And anytime you bring it up, they say, you're a, you're a terrorist. 
You're a climate change denier. You're a, no, I'm not. I'm a realist, doctor. And the reality is your trash didn't separate. It didn't work. It didn't recycle. It didn't do what they promised. They lied, spent a bunch of money. It went south. They, they literally, um, virtually speaking, went bankrupt on the project. And now they're saying, golly, we can't even power our trash trucks with electricity. Uh, look, they're barely getting four hours out of the trucks. And they need 12 hours out of the trucks. Well, just so you know anything about batteries, look, give it a few days and they'll be at 80, 70, 60% capacity on those batteries. And then they'll only get three, two hours out of the trucks. We're not even close from a dollar point of view, from a get it done point of view. But they continue to persist and call me a terrorist for calling a halt to their con game. Doctor. Well, that's that's exactly the situation we, we have. I mean, if I remember the the uh, review that I saw about it, they spent over a half a million dollars per vehicle. And they bought a whole bunch of these and it was all going to be, you know, uh, all green, if you will. They're going to be electric, no emissions, blah, 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 blah. But what they find is this this uh, inability to perform the labor they've been called to do. And it gets worse, by the way, when they have these big snowstorms like they have had in the northeast up here. The colder the temperature, the shorter their battery life. And so we have a drainage that happens that prevents them from being able to even do anything close to what they're saying they're doing. So we have huge outlays. The fact of the matter is the carbon footprint, the uh, um, environmental costs, if you will, for these things are excessive anyway because, honestly, they uh, they cost more to to obtain the, the the resources necessary to do this, to process them, to be able to do everything, let alone the daily operation not being able to perform, but the recharging is very expensive. I saw another article about someone that was taking a, uh, uh, I don't remember, it was a big, you know, a kind of a f uh, GMC Yukon uh, was the vehicle that was electric and they were going to be pulling a car carrier that had a car on it. They were going across country and I'm trying to net it out a little bit, but it was something to the effect that about that they got 200 miles is all, you know, in this cold weather. And they had to recharge. It took something like three hours, and it cost $200. See, it's not free, the electricity charges. So so it's going to cost them to refuel, if you will, an excessive amount. They can't get very far. If you're going to drag something across the whole country at 200 miles a whack and then spend three hours recharging, you're, it's, you know, the millennium may arrive before you get there. But but the 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 it's a boondoggle. It's a complete falsehood. It's a narrative that has been completely fabricated. And well, on top of that, if they use that much electricity for all these vehicles they claim to use it for, pretty soon you won't even be able to run your fridge or your furnace or your air conditioner well, or anything the, else the, that you depend on. So you'll drive around so hot you'll no. die of a heat stroke, but your car will run. Is that how it is? No, well, and then on top of that, it's the people in their community. If the grid won't handle it. The grid will not. California is finding this already with their electric cars. You know, people will have to not use their air conditioner at home in the summer. But hold on. The Before they even started these electric cars, I could have told them that, doctor. Look, we know that we've already had electric problems. The demand is so. So I'm going to go ahead and mine my digital currency with electricity. So you can't drive your car so that the next person can. I mean, this is just insanity. And we know it. But no one's willing to speak truth to power on it. Really, except for people like me. 
Well, it's it's a fact, and and what we're going to find is that we're caught short. I mean, and then you look at all the oh well, you don't have to burn coal or natural gas to create electricity because that's an expense too, and it's also got a carbon footprint. No, 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 we're going to use renewable resources, uh, whether it's uh, you know something that comes from the solar or something that comes from the wind or whatever. Um, you know this this wind generation stuff. It's a big swindle. In fact, I see the the people swindle, you know, with wind in the middle of it. Uh, <laughs> there's never there's never a payback. There's never a payback. You will have equipment failure before you've paid for the equipment that you had to put in. I mean, just on you know working the averages and how everything works together with all of this, your equipment to perform the generation of the electricity using wind will never have a payback because the cost of initial investment is higher. Than, than what you're going to get before you have to replace that initial investment. Every single step of the way, and by the way, how do they afford to do that? The government subsidizes it. So out of your and my pocket, actually it's your grandchildren's pocket, out of your grandchildren's pocket comes money that they have borrowed to be able to encourage this illicit behavior that they're facilitating. It is just absolutely Absurd. What well, we're and the reason America we have today, the central we, grid the destined to failure in the first place, there's three grids, the western grid, the Texas grid, and the eastern grid primarily. Uh, the reason you have this central grid in the first place is because when the debate in the early days, uh, 1800s, whatever, should we go forward with, with AC or DC? And DC would be uh, more local, and AC would be you know able to go over power lines long distance. They chose AC so the government could control this thing centrally that's the disaster they subsidized that and now it's hard to back out of that is the problem doctor well on top of that it, it made uh, uh, metering the service so somebody could make make money on it now if if you really want to get uh, amazingly discussed i mean uh, now i know everybody thinks tesla oh yeah that's the elon musk car no nikolai tesla had a better and and uh, uh very expansive way of hey, doing it. Hey, can you this. guys skip the break? They completely deep sixed it. Go ahead and skip the break, guys. Go ahead, Doctor. Okay, well, anyway, you look at Nikolai Tesla's energy generation and communication things, and all that. I mean, the man was, I mean, he was tapped into something in the universe. I mean, uh, I don't know uh, why these, this brilliance seemed to flow to him. Uh, but but uh, many, many years ago, this was 50-plus years ago when I was in the service, some of us got really very much involved in some of these uh, unique ways of generating uh, you know, energy as well as communication. And uh, you know, that was our field. I was a ground radio guy, and we had a natural interest. And so anyway, you know, and we're kids. You know, like I say, this was more than 50-something years ago. I could figure it out. But at any rate... Uh, there are some ideas out there that I think are far better than what we've done, and yet and still, uh, we continue along a path that is destined for failure. And well, and the D.C. power solution, by the way, if we had embraced that and rejected the government central control, would have been decentralized by the nature of the uh, the properties of the and the principles of the technology, and D.C. would sure. have made us create devices that sip power not guzzle power. Uh, and I'll give you an example. Your air conditioning, your heating, your anything that heats or cools something is an absolute power suck. A waffle iron, a hair dryer, 
a heater, a little you know space heater. You're talking tiny devices that absolutely you you can't be off grid power and use those devices for any length of time unless you invest literally tens of thousands of dollars into your systems. Okay, but we would have learned. We would have. Everybody could build a better mousetrap idea. We would have learned better ways to create products that could sip power, not just guzzle power. Um, that would have been, and we wouldn't be centrally grid controlled. We wouldn't have threats to our grid all across the country right now. Our grid's being attacked by who knows who everywhere, terrorists or, uh, I don't know, liberals trying to uh, shut down conservatives. I don't know what it is or who, because I haven't been able to investigate it yet. But all I'm telling you is at the end of the day, we could have had a much better system in play now. They've even developed local tiny nuclear reactors. There's one at the University of Utah that you can literally watch run. You could develop low power, uh, real inexpensive, sustaining electrical options on a local level with DC power that wouldn't require the power sucks. We could have a whole different world around this, doctor, but we don't because of government intervention. Well, that's true, and the government right this minute is is picking the winners and losers. I mean, uh, they they are the ones that say, yeah, we're going to subsidize, you know, and and it's like we going to subsidize? No, 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 the taxpayer is going to subsidize. We're going to pick the winners and losers. And and there's examples of things that happened during the Obama administration, for example, that I've read, that, that basically uh, reveals how billions upon billions upon billions of dollars were siphoned into somebody's profit margin uh, because the government said, we'll pay you to do this. And uh, they were unproven, not only unproven, uh, in terms of delivering anything, they, they proved to be completely incapable of delivering anything, uh, anything of any value over long term that didn't require ongoing subsidies. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, I there was a, uh, this was 15, 18 years ago, I was in a professor's office, and he was putting together a big plan under a government grant, government taxpayer money that had been siphoned to him to be able to review a sustainable energy source. And just to tell you how asinine this was, his program was going to take algae, you know, moss, if you will, that grows on swamps, and they were going to harvest that and process that into a, a bioenergy kind of thing. And, and uh, you know, the idea, and I was in, in t- a 10-minute review of where he was. I was looking over his shoulder while he was doing things on his computer and, and I thought, how absurd. I mean, you would have to cover vast areas. And then you'd have to grow under the ideal conditions, moss or algae or whatever. And then you'd have to harvest it off the these large bodies of water. And then you would have to process it. And then you'd have to deliver it. I mean, the whole idea, it was never going to happen. I saw that in 10 minutes. But he was being paid really good money by a government grant to do the research on that. And it's like, you know, if you have more than a half a brain, and you're not a college professor, I guess, I don't know, or a doctor or a government official, I don't know what all of the parameters are, but common sense people can see these things very quickly. and um, But they continue to throw money at it, and it's money that we don't have, but they think it's there for the taking because we're going to oppress our neighbor with our favorite little... Um, project that that uh, suddenly we're, we've got our little slice of the pie out of the federal government which isn't there at all constitutionally 
none of it fits. It just doesn't. So that, that's why things get worse as we go. <laughs> we keep trying to feed at the trough, thinking, well, I, I'll just take my little slice. Oh, man, if I could just get this. Man, my life would be so much easier. All right. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. A lot of us can't help it in many ways, by the way. Uh, meaning society forces this upon us to some degree uh, as well. The electricity example is the point. Every time I plug into the grid, I'm part of the problem. But yet, hey, how do you not live without the grid? Or the fiat money system. How do I not spend fake Federal Reserve notes all day? So some of it is forced upon us societally. But we have responsibility for some of it, too. And as the people of America, we ultimately have the responsibility to change it. All right. One last abuse of power. This is shocking. They say it was absolutely shocking. A BNA passenger. So they're at the airport, uh, at the um, Nashville, Tennessee airport there, doctor. And I guess airport police officers are threatening to arrest customers uh, who are at the ticket line. Yeah, WKRN, a video has gone viral. After a family documented their encounter with the cops, this person says, I thought it would be best to start recording because I wasn't sure what was going to happen when the cops came. But I guess on Sunday, that's last Sunday, Robinson and her mother, Shelly Morrison, were trying to make their flight to Cleveland, Ohio, and, of course, the flights were all canceled, right? Well, so then... They were trying to get their tickets. They were inside the terminal trying to figure out what to do, et cetera, et cetera. They were approached by a cop, an airport police officer, who said, you need to leave or you'll be arrested for trespassing. Wait a minute. You say you're going to arrest people for trespassing when they're at the ticket counter trying to work on their flights? Yes. If you don't have a valid ticket and you're on the, quote, secure side and refuse to leave, then you got a problem. Well, it depends on how you define a valid ticket, right? The Southwest Airlines employee called the cops to say, escort these passengers out of here because people were getting kind of frustrated, right? Anyway, it goes on. The officer claimed that the people's flight was canceled, so their ticket was invalid. But that isn't true because all the information from Southwest contradicts what the cops said in the first encounter. Okay, anyway, it goes on and on and on. But the bottom line is you have a situation where, huh, I don't know what the heck, they're literally calling the cops now. Now, the family said the reason they released the video is they're hoping that others will be encouraged, learn their rights, and stand up for them. I think it was entirely inappropriate and unnecessary for the threat of being arrested when there was no belligerent behavior whatsoever. Doctor, they're starting to use cops. We've devolved into a third world nation. This is insane. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I guess what we need to have is some police officers start to realize that they are us. They are us. I mean, their child or their spouse at home or their little brother. The, I mean, everybody, we're all in this together. And, and it's interesting to me that you put a badge and a gun on somebody. Maybe the police guy in the uh, airport didn't have a gun on him. But, but for some reason, there's an authoritative thing or authoritarian kind of process that kind of almost, well, Daniel Defoe said all men would be tyrants if they could. 
And uh, Lord Acton said, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts, absolutely. And uh, that's kind of where we are in the, in the world today. And, and the police agencies need to realize they are us. And that all the will, weird and wicked things that are happening that they're being asked to carry out, are they've got to do a recalibration and realize where the boundaries are. And I think I've maybe told you before, and I don't know if we've gone into a lot of detail, but I've made some presentations uh, to military organizations about lawful orders, constitutional lawful orders. And we have a broad spectrum of, of military philosophies out there. Uh, some are very much aware and want to make sure they keep their actions within proper bounds. And others of them, they don't care what the order is. If it comes from their superior, they're going to fulfill it. And that's you know, that, that gets back into that Nazi-isk kind of thing. You know, Adolf Eichmann, I was just following orders. No, it wasn't good enough. He got his neck broke in a hangman's noose because he followed orders that were wrong. And, and our police officers need to realize that limits and bounds that are established, uh, they've got to operate within those too. By the way, we could talk at length sometime, and I know we're almost out of time, but this um, sovereign immunity kind of thing or this... Uh, uh, some kind of limited immunity that they, they pass out on people. No, everybody's responsible for their actions. That was the founding father's perspective. You know, they, they accused the king directly. He did these things. That made it worthy for us to have an armed rebellion against him. They put it in the Constitution so they could, people are held responsible. They can be impeached and removed. And then they can be uh, tried in a court and punished according to the law. Everybody is responsible for their actions. That's the Americanist way. And and so we've got to return to that concept. And if the police are buffoons and, and become uh, a big part of the problem with when they come in and start throwing their weight around, and trust me, I've I've seen plenty of action that way in terms of, of uh, people that think because they're wearing a badge, uh, their word is God. And it's not just the law, it's God. And um, and they've got to held, be held responsible. And, and these immunity things that, that really originated about 1982 with the Supreme Court decision have become almost across the board prolific. Everybody's held. Uh, if, you're, if you're in official office, you cannot reasonably be held accountable. And that's wrong. It's, it's un-American. And so that's kind of where we are right now in America. And... Um, it's a tragedy. When I was young, you know, the police officers to protect and serve, that was their motto. Now it's law enforcement, you know. Uh, there's there's this force element in everything that happens. We're militarizing the police. Uh, it's the thin blue line, us against them. And, and that's not the way it's supposed to be. We are supposed to be Americans. And uh, there's, uh, the police officers got to develop a brain and quit thinking that they're uh, you know, they're there to walk in goose-step fashion with their uh, Nazi salute going on. Uh, it's it's horrid. And the, and the airports, I think, are a, uh, sadly, a kind of a shape of things to come. I think Yeah, the they're a microcosm a of what you point. expect to expand to all public places over time. Right? It will. It's It's what's coming, people, I'm sad to say. Write so, it down. Uh, Remember where you heard it first. By the way, Joel's uh, Skull, Joel Skousen's WorldAffairsBrief.com. 
this last recent, it just got released this morning, uh, is really uh, educational on what to do to prepare for what's coming. Uh, he doesn't have every bit of it, but he does a great job. Um, I He focuses a lot on the physical, and I agree with him, but I would focus more on the spiritual, in my opinion, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not saying you don't need to physically be ready because you do. But I'm telling you, if you ignore the, the if you do the physical uh, and ignore the spiritual, in my opinion, you're going to miss kind of the core of the boat, the guidance God has for you. So start spiritually. No doubt the temporal is part of spiritual. So start spiritually, though, and work from there. We've all got a lot of work to do, doctor. We've got to work on preparing our families. You've got to work on having and using less money. You've got to work on having and using less resources, electricity, We've talked about a lot today and so on and so on and so on, because when you learn to live more simply, more cleanly, uh, more on a spiritual plane, you begin to uh, approach what it's going to take to survive uh, the difficult times as we await the Savior's return. And that cannot be understated. We await the Savior's return. Are we preparing ourselves and those around us uh, to welcome him when he comes? That is the goal of this broadcast doctor wrap it up well you know the savior said give us this day our daily bread and uh that we've got to develop that kind of faith because they're going to be interfering with the groceries there's going to be interference with health issues there's going to be interference with transportation with economic issues with family issues our ability to worship all of those things are on the chopping block and uh, we need to turn to god more and, and develop the kind of faith that uh you know, we need food every day, and he's always provided it if we're willing to follow his plan. If you want to get more familiar with the body of Dr. Bradley's lifelong goals and work to preserve the nation is what you need to understand. To learn more about that and a whole lot more, freedomsrisingsun.com is the website. You can get the Collegiate Series to preserve the nation and more, freedomsrisingsun.com. For me, it's libertyroundtable.com and lovingliberty.net. CSPOA.org. Spread the word, share the love, donate liberally, get involved, do all you can for the sacred cause of liberty defined as God, family, and country. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. <laughs>